This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Forever. Dog. Oh, welcome. Welcome back for yet another steaming, piping, scalding serving of hot gods. This, of course, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, issues in politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. Now, let's get into some hot gods. Oh, ouch. Smarts. Ouch. ouch. Smarts. <laughs> Does anyone have any back teen? <laughs> now, uh, we've been listening and growing, and we found this is a safe space to learn and grow. And our audio is crisp and plum <laughs> and gorgeous today. Uh, HD. Sometimes we put on the, the headphones, and it sounds like Donald Duck getting gang raped by a lightning bolt. <laughs> Just the worst sounds ever. <laughs> We have no food to eat for you. Oh, that's comforting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're both back in the studio this time. Comfort kisses. So we have uh, full access to these things. Now, I don't want you to get <laughs> with your soundboard. You know what? Uh, I want to see the receipts. Hi, <laughs> movie. Um, Speaking of films made in iMovie, uh, let's talk about some things going on, such as the Cats trailer. Cats, Have you cats, seen it? Cats, Say something, Cats. Angelical Cats, Angelical Cats. I started to watch it, and I started to laugh when <laughs> when, when, when you laugh when the main, um, I think, like, uh, Idris Elba is, like, the heavy cat in it. He's, like, the, the supposed to be mean one, the rough and tumble whatever cat. Mm-hmm. And when I saw him, I just laughed. It's it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's in its final stages. It just feels so it feels Beta? Like, it feels temp, it feels like those are temporary graphics and someone will come in and fine tune or another team because it feels uh janky. I wonder if they will. Like can you do that with a Hollywood movie? Like there, edit it after the first trailer has come out? Oh yeah. 100%. Season 2 of Big Little Lies was uh they brought on this female uh director to give her own tone to all of Season two. Yeah. And then David E. Kelly and the original um, director from last season re-edited everything and made it more like season one. Oh, wow. (laughs) I know. So, yeah, as long as you own it, you can do whatever you want with it. Because the response has been pretty major. It's the to cats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a reason I'm allergic. Why don't they just do real fucking makeup? Like... Like the cats in the sh- in the like show, how they've always done it. They have amazing prosthetic capabilities nowadays. Like, and I, it's just unfortunate that it's like this weird kind of human CGI. If, if you spent that much money, or however much Tom Hooper and the studio is spending on all those famous faces, you do not cover them up. 
Mm-mm. But in this case, they probably should have done something. I mean, yeah. the one they're they're. Uh, is there some, is there something that we can use to introduce my portion of white privilege every week? Um, oh, maybe a ding. Yeah. So this is Willem's white privilege section. White um, privilege. Well, oh, yeah. You yeah. Where is that? Do we have a white privilege? Oh, there you go. White privilege. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So I was reading this online and apparently the lead cat in Cats is entitled, like the title name, the character name is the white cat. And they have someone of African, not African American. She, her dad is from Africa and her mom is from England. Um, She's like a principal ballet dancer, one of the big ballets in the world. And and they're like, did they whiten her skin? Did they lighten her for this role? It's like her role is called the white cat. Yeah. So. And it's pretty cool that she's playing the white cat. Like that's in headlines though. Like it's like the Mm. simplest question to answer. And yet it's still a headline. It's like, come on. Yeah. So I feel like the movie is already uh, one foot into infamy. Why are they so little? The cats? Yeah. Well, cats are smaller than people. I know they're smaller than people, but these are like baby kitten sized. You want fat cat cats? people. Some people like skinny I babies. I think the scale could have been like, I don't, like they were just, they're just really little, little, pe- little people. I have a theory. What? Petite puss. You like a, you like a chunky puss? <laughs> Well, uh, 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 are they making them as tall as a cat, and so that they're very t- not as long as a cat? Because if a cat stood up on its hind legs, it would be up to here. It wouldn't be down here, which they're down here. I and I'm doing visuals for the podcasters <laughs> at home. Tune into just for fans or only fans or Patreon. Um, I think, I think the um, the the. We still need to talk about the puffy pusses, because are there any uh, the, the the Rebel Wilson puss? Uh huh. I think there's some there's some definite shapewear going on under there. I don't know the last time cats had shapewear. 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 And wait, why? Are <laughs> they the... gave her a waist. I was like, cats don't have waist. Why are the man cats wearing clothes and the women cats aren't? Dongs. They're naked. Do the do the cat dicks hang out? I've normally? had enough discussing this travesty. Let's move on. <laughs> How about Instagram taking away their likes or hiding their likes? Have you heard of this? Um, somebody told me about it, but I, I, I think it just affects people who like check them, right? <laughs> They've been test running in other countries, not in America or the UK, but in other countries, they've been testing. Um, hiding the likes on other people's photos. Mm-hmm. So when you're scrolling through, you don't see that, oh, Willem has, you know, um, 10,000 likes on that photo. You just see, like, who who you know who has liked it. Oh. You can still check your own likes if you click through and but you want to see people... how it's performing. But other people can't see your numbers. The The reason for doing this is they believe that it will be less pressure on young people to feel like they have to post or post a certain way or post a certain type of content in order to get as many likes as other people. Um, what do you think about that? I'm I, all I for it. Hide the likes. Hide them. Take them away. I don't want to fucking see them. I have. Um, I think that it's good because it's taking back the platform from people who kind of hijacked it as like um, an ass currency, pi- currency pirates. 
Okay. Because it's like people started making money off of Instagram and it turned it into something different with sponsors and ad posts and, and people start and that's not what Instagram was originally for. And Instagram was one of the few spots that I felt like I could be social and have fun and talk back to people. Mm-hmm. And it still is because I don't use it that much. And when I do, it's just like for what I need. But yeah. the people utilizing it as a job that are making it into this pressure cooker for young people without them even knowing it and getting this pressure and stuff um i think it's a great idea hide the likes instagram we're all for it hashtag hide the likes last week oh polari yeah a bunch of people told me about this and bw and aave aave for a second dose of willem's white privilege white privilege Uh, i want to tell everybody that aave means african-american Vernacular English? A-A-E-V. Oh, fuck. God damn it. I can't, oh, do okay. I can't even do white privilege right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, Polari. Uh, we, we were sort of like, someone mentioned it. We were like, what the fuck is Polari? Yeah, what the fuck is a spritz stick? <laughs> um, uh, Polari is a secretive language widely used by the British gay community from the 1900s to the 1970s. Oh, Torig. Slang words deriving from a variety of different sources, including rhyming slang and back slang, or using uh, the backward spelling of words. It's uh, very complex. Do we have any, like, an example? Of, like... There's a short film on YouTube where the entire film is in Polari. Oh, my god! It's these two gay guys sitting on a bench talking, and it's fascinating. But it's really, like, I looked it up, and the example words are so complicated. Like, it's not like... It's not like what's the tea, Christine? Like yes, really hunting. But one thing I noticed is that they refer to all the men with feminine pronouns, so it sounds like they're talking about women, which I think could be possibly the origin of you know calling her this and her yeah, that. calling her just what she is. Yeah, exactly. We do when we're on tour and we're like working with like crew guys who are like super straight guys. We're like, oh, she was going through it earlier, honey. Helen over there was really having it. Airports are the favorite. Are you traveling alone? No, she's with me. <laughs> we love it. Girl, get your bags. And there's uh, no girls to be seen. They're like, yeah. Other than the confused wait staff. They're like, okay, well, um, you're going to pay $3,000 <laughs> in overweight <laughs> because no human being should be having this. Way. By the way, check us out at Drag World. Oh, uh, and also speaking of uh, the UK, Race Chaser Live in the UK is happening. November. Yes, with Holy Tea and Dragged Up. Hey, Victoria. Hey, Victoria. Yeah. Friend of the pod. Tickets Victoria are Secret. be on sale in early August, um, but save the dates. Um, and uh, I hope to see you there. Yes. Um, uh, I can't wait. And our flyer is beautiful. Uh, uh, our artwork, our photography. It was, it's pretty. Epic. We're just trolling Kim and Kylie for all they're worth. They're uh, shaking. They're shaking. I, uh, I think uh, we should get a race chaser billboard at some point. Maybe the two-year anniversary? Uh, all we wanted when we did the AAA experiment. That's all we wanted, I remember. The only thing. Like, we didn't want to do it. We didn't care about a tour or an album or, or this or that. All we wanted was a billboard, and it never ended up coming to Dewey fruition. So, Have you been on a billboard ever? Uh, yes. I have. My hand was on all the, like, post subway posters and bus posters for All Stars 2. How wonderful for your hand. Yeah. And wasn't the other hand Coco? Yeah. Me and Coco, we were reaching for the crown. 
I was on a billboard for Eastsiders, which is returning this summer. Check it out on Netflix. Oh. Um, and then it was right by the IHOP in WeHo, that big one. Oh. And so we were right over that, like Gateway WeHo. And then someone's like, girl, your billboard was replaced. It was replaced with a syphilis billboard. So lateral move. It seems really appropriate. Yeah. I liked it. Um, should, we should go ahead and take a break and we will come back with some more steaming Skaldresha. Hot Gossington. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 drag at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Blow on it, blow on it, blow on it. Uh, welcome back. And this is, of course, the next segment, which uh, which everyone loves, which is called Let's Get Political, Political. I want to get political. Let me see your policy. Let me see your policy. 
That was a good one. It was. I think that one's for the books. Big Dipper was reading us earlier. He was like, <laughs> you all don't need to choose a fucking key for let's get political. The thing was not, I think that was harmonized. I feel like you're both singing the harmony. Synchronized. Though. I think we're both fine. And if you want some feedback, you can go to Reddit too, because they don't think this section exactly pans out well either, darling. No, really? I'm kidding. Uh there's some there's some opinions which pay which um you know we're gonna marsha p johnson it and pay it no mind thank god for her well that is the point of this segment because yeah. when you talk about political stuff we're having the conversations and you know what sometimes you step in shit like i watch the view every day sometimes they step in shit but they're still out there every day having the conversations exactly they're like well they they have a responsibility and they uh they should educate themselves more on the stuff they're talking about it's like this is us educating ourselves i would know even fucking less if i didn't do this yeah. Podcast, and that's a travesty. Yeah. Uh, who I actually know, she's from England, Mr. Travesty. Travesty. I love her. She does this number to Rockabye where she shakes this baby all over her goddamn bar. Rockabye, baby, Rockabye. No. Uh, she works the night on water. <laughs> that song, <no>. Rockabye. <laughs> you say it, ooh, love. She's, she's awesome. I love her. Well, we are here and we are learning and we Growing. hope that you're learning with us and helping educate us. Uh, as always, you can always sound off and send us yeah. an email. Um, but this week in Let's Get Political, uh, there are massive protests in Puerto Rico against Governor Ricard Rossello, who will not be seeking re-election. Uh, but is that enough? Okay. More than... Okay, you go ahead. Read this part. More than 200,000 people were mm-hmm. protesting in San Juan Monday, according to Axel Valencia with the Island State Police. Mm-hmm. The massive protest was spurred in part by leaked chat messages between Governor Ricardo Rossello and members of his inner circle. The nearly 900 pages of messages included profanity-laced, homophobic, and misogynist c- comics offended almost every group on the island. Yes. Wow. So... Well, at least he's thorough. Yeah. So... And you saw Ricky Martin went down there? Rick, yeah, Ricky Martin went down oh, there. Oh, yeah, I follow him. And I believe there were chat messages about Ricky Martin in there, and they were like, oh, yeah, he can't be with women because they don't have dicks or something. It was something, like, offensive like that. Uh, women can have dicks, though. Ah, uh, gee, exactly. I learned that um, last year. So... This was sort of like the, all these chat messages came out and basically they were like mocking people who survived the hurricane, Hurricane Maria, oh. like which is like really I mean, it's really fucked up. Like and I w- the first thing I thought about this was was like, oh, well, if people leaked 900 pages of some of the shit I text my friends. Like, oh, my God. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be great out of context. However, I would never mock people who were in a fucking hurricane because that's rude. Um, usually I mock people who deserve it. And I'm also not an elected official. Yeah. yeah. And these were like a group of elected officials who group were chat. all like about like the their constituents. And it wasn't just the chat messages that caused these protests. There have been a lot of things leading up and like it's been like a pressure cooker. And this was sort of just like the mm-hmm. uh, straw that broke the camel's back. And there are not just protests in Puerto Rico. There are protests of Puerto Rican people in the in mainland America, like in major cities, mm-hmm. like cropping up because they're like, we this guy needs to just fucking get out. And this guy, he's like. No, I'm going to stay in. I won't seek re-election, but I'm going to stay in. Oh, wow. So uh, I think he's got to go. Did he do anything illegal or impeachable? 
that we know of. Uh, that I, I mean, that I don't know. I mean, was he the governor when the, I wonder if he was the governor when the hurricane hit, too? But, um, well, people in Puerto Rico aren't happy, they haven't been happy for a while, and this is a lot of fucking people out there. Well, from what I know, they are like millions of people, isn't it? No, that's not millions, it's hundreds of thousands of people. Right. And it's a lot of people. It's from people from every walk of life, uh, people from every side of the political spectrum. Mm -hmm. They're all like in in agreement, like get this guy out. So we support you, uh, Puerto Rico. And I think that it's time for Rosello to get the fuck out. How much longer does he have? I don't know. I don't know that information. Um, And uh, the new West Side Story is also looking amazing. What? Yeah, the Steven Spielberg Amblin Entertainment West Side Story. Who's in a um, Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is playing <laughs> Officer Crumpke. Um, no, uh, Ansel Engort is Tony, um, and uh, I don't know who Maria is, but I know I think Rita Moreno or Cheetah Rivera is playing um, a role that they like I think the dress shop owner or something or some a role that they kind of made for them but uh there's this really hot guy named Julius who was the opening dancer with um who opened up Wigstock real cute girl good dancer um I don't remember fuck she's amazing anyway um her dancer Julius who's in Frozen too he's like playing one of the sharks or the jets and he's fucking hot he got a blowout hair all pressed looking sexy Word. and then all these dancer boys are becoming friends with each other and taking new shirtless pictures together Okay. So I I am Team Sharks. Oh okay. God, uh, Puerto Ricans. I don't remember. I'm either Team Sharks or Team Jets. <laughs> I'm the Team Team Sharks for sure. What privilege! He, he took office in 2017. Oh, so after the hurricane? Before. Oh. The hurricane just happened. When? Did it? I thought it was like two years ago. No, it happened during Trump's presidency. Oh my god! Do you know they don't even get to like be in Congress apparently, or they get they they do like I think Puerto Rico is like DC. I think <laughs> great, um, talking out my ass more. Well, where it's a they territory. get they get to sit right. in, but they don't get to vote. Correct. That's They're, fucked up. Yes, really fucked up. Yeah. Ugh. I. Ugh. And so it's sort of been like I mean the the treatment of Puerto Rico uh, has been really really shitty from the fucking from the federal government like com- complete garbage like um and you know the treatment of everybody from the federal government has been complete garbage yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. i wonder what he what um the quotes were that he offended almost every group on the island um uh, i don't even i they it, it was really offensive must um, have been i mean i always tell people that if i die hit my phone with a hammer <laughs> No one can get it. It's all the cloud. What? It's all the cloud. Girl, I don't smoke that no more. <laughs> I'm blowing clouds. <laughs> Blow my cloud after uh, I die. Is it warm in here? <laughs> yes. Uh, pass me that bulb. <laughs> Do we go on breaks now? You can if you want, if you're done talking. We're going to go ahead and I take a break. Anything. I brought up West Side Story. I know nothing about Puerto Rico. This is great. So now well, we all have something to go Google. Are there other political um things going on that we can um no. b- blindly uh-uh. blindly hit on? No, no they only the do world. politics usually on um Mondays Mondays. and Fridays Correct. in the world. 
<laughs> Let's take a break. Wait, ASAP Rocky. Uh, yeah. Do you know about this? No. ASAP Rocky in a is it Sweden? He's in a Swedish prison because he got in a fight with some people who were like following him and his team. What an idiot! They got in fight. Wait, was he a master chef and he ran out of ingredients? (laughs) And that's why he got in a fight with these fans. Stop that! Oh, stop that! Oh, okay. (laughs) We're gonna get into that in the next segment. We're gonna get into that in the next segment. But they were antagonizing him. Oh, so what? I'm just saying, it wasn't like an unprompted, like, he just was like... You don't see Fifi hitting people. <laughs> and everybody antagonizes Wait, her don't. to get a reaction. I thought she did. I thought she punched people. Did she? I don't know. Oh. She stole something. I was going to hit her once. Oh, that's Angina. Well, um, we are hoping for the swift release of ASAP Rocky from the Swedish prison. Um. I'm hoping for a swift release from uh, Taylor Swift from this Cats movie. <laughs> get it out and get it over with. <laughs> And uh, Kanye and Kim stepped in to call Donald Trump to help get their friend ASAP Rocky out of jail. And everyone on Twitter said, hey, Kanye and Kim, next let's do the kids and the families in cages. Yeah, let's do that. (gasps) Oh, yes, yes. I was like in Sweden. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. Howdy, race chasers. Now, as you may know, there has been some development in this particular story. And, dun 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 Governor Rosseo is going to be resigning. So, we love you, Puerto Rico. This is huge news. Viva Puerto Rico! Oh, All right, on with the show. I want to see the receipts. Okay, well, we are back, and let's talk receipts. Uh, let's go spelunking, unking, unking, unking into the DM. Oh, I love my uncles. Uh, hey, y'all, <laughs> Tony here. Love you both. What? Evie Oddly tweeted recently, pick attached, about not wanting to take photos with people after her show outside of the venue, calling them selfish, and comparing herself to a chef in a weird metaphor. Personally, I understand the feeling of overwhelmed, overworked, but some people either can't afford to get into the venue, or they can't because they aren't old enough. Michelle Visage believe I said it best in her Hey Queen episode, how dare you say no? Just wanted your thoughts on the matter. Lots of love. Tonti. Do you want to do a dramatic reading? Can sure. we have um, sentimental music behind this, Big Dipper? Okay. You go, you go first. Imagine that you're a very passionate chef who landed your dream job at a prestigious restaurant. Imagine that you just spent a long day on your feet cooking for people who pay you because they appreciate how your food tastes. Now, imagine that you walk out of the restaurant and are met by a mob of people who love your food and ask you to cook for them for free and without any ingredients because you just used them all. Oh, she must not have Postmates. This is why I refuse to take pictures after I finish a show. Don't be selfish. Okay. Do you want to go first? Because I have a lot to say about this. You go first. You've won. So you have the... What privilege. I, uh, my, my, um... I have definite uh, sympathy going out to Evie Oddly in this matter because you know what? First of all, as a performer, some nights, some nights you're going to have the energy to go out and say hi to every single person. Some nights you have to go to the fucking airport and you don't. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. 
Okay. So I have compassion and I have sympathy for Evie Oddly. She also has a debilitating disease that gives her body pain fucking around the clock and all the time. So I can only imagine how if if I feel exhausted and, and fucking over it after a, an entire day of doing a show or mm-hmm. two, then I can only imagine what she feels. So I have like immense compassion for Evie Oddly. The the issue where I where I feel like Evie Oddly went wrong and I, and I would tell her this as advice uh is like don't don't say it on don't say it on twitter because because when you do that you are opening the conversation to the tens of thousands of people who follow you to anyone who has a twitter account and now they are able to vilify you and now it's an issue and we're talking about it on hot gauze if you waved at those kids and said bye and got into the van i don't think they would have gone home crying i don't think they would have been upset but but when you go home to the hotel and tweet about it and say you're selfish, then that's like opening this entire conversation to where I don't I don't think it needs to be. I always um, try to think before my tweet, does this tweet serve my lowest common denominator goal as a drag queen? Our lowest combinator, common denominator goal as drag queens is, I think, the same. We're entertainers. Yeah. That tweet... Did not serve to entertain her audience at all. And that's what you got to think of at every point. You're like, do you want to open yourself up to all of this? The Broadway community is experiencing the same thing with this. Laura Bonatti was like put over the coals because she didn't want to do the stage door because she has like a child to deal with and sickness and some stuff certain days. Um, And it's my friend Josh, who's in the prom on uh, Broadway. Go see it. It's amazing. Like for... For him to tweet, hey, can't do stage door today, but we're going to send down some signed uh, signed programs. It's like it's almost become expected and people expect it. Um, th- I think Sarah Andrews said it best. Um, she said, if you're a performer or a queen and you don't have a canned one or two quick funny escape lines... <laughs> like how Crystal did in Showgirls. Somebody asked Crystal for an autograph. She she kisses the menu and signs it. And then the next text and asks her for it. She's like, you don't want a girl to use up all her lipstick, do you? <laughs> like you need you, you need you need Good an one, exit Crystal. strategy. You need you need to be able to like figure out how to handle yourself in every situation yeah. and keep everybody. Every set of eyeballs is um, basically for me a dollar. So why would you want to make those eyeballs shut? You know, you don't want yeah. you don't want to alienate people i don't think and this tweet did serve to alienate a couple people i think yeah especially bianca i think the girl i mean not helping it's just not helping the whole the whole scenario she must have so much gold under that bridge she guards there is i i know that evie oddly in doing this was attempting to set boundaries so that she doesn't feel like like it's expected of her sure but i think that the better way to set boundaries is not using Twitter and not with what you say it's with what you do. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I wouldn't be offended if, if Lady Gaga had to go after the show. I, I never expect, you know, uh, to, and she's my, like, she's my favorite fucking celebrity person. Like I worship, I wouldn't be offended or pissed off mm-hmm. if she had to go after the show and didn't want to fucking say hi or take a picture. I yeah. wouldn't be offended and I don't expect it. And I don't think people should expect it. It's a lovely treat if it does happen. Yeah. Um, I Amanda Seals from Insecure uh, just talked about it too, saying if you're a fan of someone, them not wanting to take a picture with you or not being able to or not um, 
or 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 not whatevering you after the mm-hmm. show like a performer doesn't owe the fan that the fan likes them because of the material they put out you know and the thing that gaga said about like i could take selfies for an hour with a hundred people or i could write a song that can entertain hundreds of thousands of millions of people like i understand it's a it's a tough sticky line to cross but i love sticky things i also think there's a little bit of bias and i think that uh other people have expressed a similar sentiment to Evie Oddly. And um, I think the fact that she is of color, uh, sometimes the general reaction from the fandom is a little bit harsher. Uh, for instance, like Bob the Drag Queen had a similar thing with this. And it was like, you're fucking ungrateful. You're a bitch. Like, how dare you? Whereas like other performers who may not be of color have said basically the exact same thing. And it's been like, oh, LOL. You're so crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but that was the thing on Twitter that I saw was someone with that reaction. Uh, that was what got me. It made me click through and be like, wait, what the fuck is going on with, yeah. with Evie Oddly? I but do- I texted Evie, um, I texted her that that I support her and, you know, I want her to be happy and healthy. I do think it also for, falls to the um, the people doing the gig to insulate their artist and their money because people taking free pictures. Like, do, I don't know if people understand how this works. The meet and greet is basically um, how people, how promoters afford to bring artists across the world to perform for them sometimes because people want that one second of personal interaction and they're willing to pay a premium for it. So when the artist just goes off willy nilly and takes a bunch of pictures for free, sometimes that literally, I've gotten, I've been yelled at by promoters for doing it. And I'm I'm like, that's not how we're going to do this gig. You yelling at me before because I took a couple pictures on the way in with people. My my thing is if I'm walking and someone asks me for a picture, I'm like, if you can keep up, you can get the picture. Go for it. And I'll smile real pretty. Do all the walking because we have to Go, if I know. have bags in my hands, I'm not breaking a step unless you're in a wheelchair. And then wheelchairs, right. all, I always break for wheelchairs because it's an opportunity to put my sticker on the back and advertise. <laughs> you're um, an asshole. What? <laughs> and often it's written into the contracts. You are not allowed to go out to other gay bars. You're yep. not allowed to like take pictures. You're not allowed to. So there's like all these things that work. There's a lot of mitigating factors. Um, but I also support Evie. Um, yeah. But I want to tell Miss New Chicken one day. They may not be asking for pictures, so enjoy it while you can, and um, yeah. make the make the make the best of all your travels, and try to make as many friends as possible. Because people won't remember what you do, they won't remember your number, but they're going to remember how you made them feel or feel some kind of way. Yes, that know. is that is great advice to new young artists. I mean. It's it's only advice that I know because I've seen other people fucking flop at it and seen people be rude and unnecessary. And those people, um, I don't work with that much anymore. Yeah. Um, did you see the Michelle Visage video from a few years ago on Hey Queen though? I did. I thought it was off base and out of touch. I didn't like the. I didn't like this. She was like, you're just a boy in a wig or a boy in a dress. Who are you? I remember it. Which is a little like that it ha- it's from a few years ago, and i i I'm hoping that the conversation has you know shifted since then, but no, she's still the same. I don't like saying like, oh, you're just a you're just a boy in a dress as like a derogatory thing because I think drag is like a an important political and magical, yeah, and sometimes I wear culottes, thing. and I mean. <laughs> 
you're wearing them right now. They're great. I mean, did you do all that prong work on the stones yourself? I did. Now it caught on the um the chiffon, but you know, oh. there's nothing like a prong. It's the price you pay. If it ain't a prong, it's wrong. Prong, it's <laughs> wrong. If you ain't pronging, you ain't winning. Okay. <laughs> from, Do you want to read this yeah, next one? From Miggy Maddie. She said, I got a question for y'all. What kind of shoes would you want to see the pit crew ear? <laughs> huh. Like running shoes, Gucci slide, red bottom heels. Um, That's a good question. What would you want to see them in? in the something shoes? with a steel toe because those sets are unsafe. And they are lifting stuff and carrying things in often. Mm-hmm. So a um, utility boot, I think, is sexy. Yeah, cute. I would love to see them in a Tim or a Chuck Taylor. That's what I would always tell Gogo Boys oh. when they would come in with the wrong shoe. I'd be like, you either need to go basic or go butch. Yeah. So those are my two options, a Chuck Taylor or like... Uh, a boot of some sort. I think a combat boot too. Yeah, no but, heels. That it throws off the center of balance. Speaking of my f- my favorite thing when people come up and say, "Oh, I love your red bottom Louis Vuittons." Louis. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes people think Louis Vuitton and Louis Vuitton and Louis Vuitton, and you just say it without a B or a v. like I'm <laughs> like, oh, bless. Listen, they're very similar. Yeah. They're very similar. Louis Vuitton is different from Louis, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. But they sound really Louis Vuitton. Especially Louis if you're Vuitton. drunk when you're saying, buy me Louis Vuitton. Yeah. See, that could have been buy me anything. And I bet we're teaching people right now. I hope. Now. This is a teaching moment. Yeah. This Louis is Vuitton's first name? Christian. Christian. This is from Jared. He says, Ola, Alaska, Willem, and Big Dipper. Mm-hmm. I know you're getting dick down later <laughs> in the day, <laughs> night. D i q u e d dick. Dick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Have you tried any anti-diarrheal pills? As a bottom with IBS, they are a lifesaver. Taking one or two at the beginning of the day will keep your downtown from being brown until the next day. It's way easier than not eating or being strict with your diet. Wanted to pass this long. Keep up the good work. Race chaser cod. Are fishy jokes still a thing? Best Jared. Well, I always said that um, White Party should be sponsored by um, Imodium. Oh, my God. But I can't imagine that with Christine W. performing under it. <laughs> Everybody give it up for Imodium! <laughs> I'm out of love. I've set me free. Imodium keeps your guts real clean. Uh... Yes, everybody, every bottom worth worth their bussy knows about I knows about these pills. You take one before a long night or a date, and you have the watercress soup, and then. (laughs) But I don't think this is healthy as a long term, often solution. I don't think that we should tell people that this is like a great way to just always get fucked because I think it's like if you're going to have an extremely intense session or you know get fisted or something uh then Wait, like what okay <laughs> then like okay Go your room doll this is like an extra insurance plan to make sure that the pipes aren't moving mm-hmm. but don't do this every day I think it could really like cause long term damage yeah that's what I would say the kids don't douche these days what Kids don't douche these days? Is that what you just said, Big Dipper? Are you kidding? Do tell. Word on the streets, a lot of kids, they just go all natural. It's the brown spring. (laughs) Finally, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. Let's make the room stink. (laughs) I think if it's like a rimming situation or a fisting situation, obviously, yes. But I think there's a lot of like people who are like, no, we just go for it and deal with the aftermath. Oh no. God bless. Those are people with cheap sheets. Absolute, absolute. <laughs>
They are not from Buffy.com. No, not at all. Um, Someone asked me once to leave it a little natural for him. And God bless. I'm here for this. I love this. That's how it is. I think that's how it is like everywhere else oh, in the world. Except I mean, America. back in the day, what were they using? A, a sh- hang up about fucking. Oh, oh, my God. I stick my I stuck my dick in an asshole. And there's a sign of feces. It's an asshole, you asshole. <laughs> um. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> my, my mom listens to this fucking podcast and she's like, I talked to her this morning and she was like, Willem has a mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> I Some of the shit he says. <laughs> and then she was like, you know, I, I listen hey, to it. Usually I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but I love listening to it anyway. It's I funny. love that. Um, Pam, I don't think I she watches you. the log. Mm. Do you uh, watch the episode along with the podcast? Apparently, some <laughs> of y'all been... We're gonna, we'll talk about Oh, that. okay. Um... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you pre- so, so how you listen to uh, Race Chaser is you press play on the episode when the podcast starts. <laughs> and you watch and listen to both at the same time. They match up perfectly. Yeah. That's how you do it. Uh, prepa- In the car. Uh, okay. So we... <laughs> I just want to say, we've reached our time for Hot Goss, so we can save these questions for next week. Bonus time! Just keep going. I think this should be an extra long episode. Okay, let's keep going then. (laughs) Uh, From Perpetua, she said, Howdy, Race Chasers. Hi, Perpetua. In the parallel universe where Nina Bonina Brown was Black China, how are things different, and is that universe better or worse than this one? (laughs) I'm glad we extended our fucking (laughs) question. For a a journey into the hypothetical. Uh, Perpetua, uh, hello. Uh, Perpetua, I have to say, is uh, in Major England. supporter. Major supporter. Uh, uh, she came to every single one of the Amethyst Journey shows on the tour. Uh, I I think every single one. Maybe all but one. Um, but a uh, huge friend of the pod, huge supporter. Uh, love Perpetua. I don't know what the... Uh, I don't know what the um, alternate universe would be. Perhaps Black China would have been in the finals. Uh, I don't even know if I saw that episode. What are we talking about? Uh, well, there was like there was like shade because when they were assigning roles, Nina Bonina Brown really wanted to be Black China in the Kardashians musical, and it, I think it's Kardashians. Shea. And Shea got it. And Shea Kool-Aid got it, and um, there was dramatiques. Dramatiques. Okay, well, Laura wants to know, from the pod, love you dolls, hey Dipper, I was looking to buy a dresser online. I found one that I like, clicked on it, and what should appear, a beautiful shot of Willem on top of the dresser. <laughs> what? If the bitch would fit in my place, I would have taken the dresser because of that. Love you, from Omaha, Nebraska, Laura. Is there a picture? Oh, there is a picture. Oh There's my a god. Picture. That's how they listed the dresser what is that picture? It's from Untucked, uh, and it's is that from Fifi episode, O'Hara. Or it's you? Dita behind me, and it's um, I think me talking to Fifi, which is why I'm making that face. Have you had FFS since then? No, I just changed where my eyebrows go and my makeup a lot. I don't know. I want to put these side by sides. I think you had something <laughs> shaved. Uh, oh, I, I shave now. I shave now in general. <laughs> I think you had something done. Okay, I'm going to do side by side. Well, I'm glad we stayed around for that. <laughs> Picture of you was on a dresser. Thank you so much, Laura. We're really getting into If you were in a different the... mood, you would really enjoy that letter. Not that picture. 
Why that picture? Oh, because it's on a TV. Yeah. Okay, so they freeze frame that was on a RuPaul's portrait. Street. Well, I was. This is a bizarre like image yeah. to use as a to enshrine in a painting or a print and forever. It's bizarre that you would list a dresser for sale with the TV on <laughs> and a picture of Willem on it. It's a gay dog whistle. Yeah, it's exactly. like I'm not saying I want it to go to a gay owner, but pretty much there's only lube in gays. the bottom drawer. Gays only. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> straights need not apply. Um, and our final message is from Julio. Hey, Willem in Alaska. Huge fan of the pod and loving your coverage of season three on Classic. Alaska, after your scene-stealing role on this season of The Bachelorette, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on this past week's drama between Hannah and Luke. <laughs> Did you have any inclination that Hannah B. would end her season by having sex in a windmill? Love you both, and thanks for brightening up my week with the pod. Thanks, Julio. Uh, so how have you been keeping up? Yeah, I put this in because I figured you were an active... Viewer. Are you trolling you're me? You're being a dickhead. That's what you're doing. Well, no, I haven't watched. I haven't watched. However, I did just make it onto like it. I guess I don't know. Maybe they do a reunion episode or something. I, I'm not a huge watcher of the show, but I know that the fan base of the, the show Hannah is banana. extremely. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna play my new hit single. It's called. That's my new hit single, I Want to Peel You Like a Banana. Let me tell you, I am so happy that these straight people are finding a way and a platform where they can date publicly and use the LGBTQIA plus population to make their show entertaining. How, Ah! How wonderful, ABC The Bachelor. Yeah, and you know what? I'd be supporting you a little bit more if I didn't change a flight to do your dumb show and then you canceled me. Saying, oh, we just want three queens. Fuck you, ABC The Bachelor. And fuck you, ABC The Bachelorette. And fuck everybody except the nice people from Freeform who who I did that other Bachelor show with, with those twins. That show was nice. The views expressed by Willem do not reflect <laughs> the views of Alaska Thunderfuck Incorporated. Anyway, let's move on. Love, love Hannah. Um, I didn't know she did it in a windmill, but God bless. Damn. I love wind power. The Dutch. The Dutch know how to dick. D-I-Q-U-E. <laughs> dick in it and dick. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, the next question is from... say that name? An- Angelintes. Sure. Hey, Alaska Willem Dipper. I love hearing your voices on the pod. It makes my heart warm. So a few years ago, I had the pleasure of seeing Alaska Willem and Michelle in a production of Rocky Horror. Ah! Ray Lopez puts it on every year, and that year it was everything. I was blown away. I was wondering how the dolls feel about being cast in a Rocky Horror show. I know it's kind of a staple in the drag community, and I've always wanted to know if this is something queens consider a milestone in their careers. I also saw Ginger Ganja perform this year as Janet Frankenfurter accordingly, and I really appreciate the different interpretations. Thank you for reading Muchos Besitos, Angelica. Um, Ray Lopez? I don't think Ray Lopez produced our production. No, I think everybody did a twirl at his club to like promote it. But like, I think he's producing it now. And it's not at that little theater no more. It was such a different time. Like you and I kind of got in fights. Barely. We got in fights backstage. Fight. Because I was like uh, on coke and, and 
drinking a lot. And I was and just awake. And everyone knows how difficult I am. Um, and then, like, I mean, and what Michelle wasn't wearing her deodorant, and she was wearing platinum leather. What what bizarre Crystal. alternate universe can you imagine? Me and Michelle Visage and you in a dressing room in San Antonio, Texas, living in a house together, the three of us. <laughs> we lived in a house for how long? A month, I feel like. A month. Except on the weekends, we would be doing the show, and then during the week. We'd all fly off to wherever for different gigs. I was doing a movie in Texas called The Dead Don't Die in Dallas in a town called Spamburger. And it's it's <laughs> it's finally going to be out this year. But Monday Monday through uh, Wednesday or Thursday, I would go take a 45-minute little puddle jumper to Dallas and then drive two, three hours, Ugh. do this thing, and then come back. And it was hot as fuck mm-hmm. nothing the the dressing rooms were hot michelle was wearing this patent leather and she wears this crystal deodorant because that's what she does and like we were all stinky uh, uh we went to if there was a beauty supply within 30 miles of where we were staying michelle needed to go to it black fox black Fo- the black fox beauty supply yes black fox babe she did get that ponytail friend of the pod black fox i got all my units for that show at black fox uh, it's just such a bizarre to think oh. that that happened. Yeah, we haven't answered this at all. We just, um, I feel great about it. Um, <laughs> Who did you play? I was Riff. I was Doctor Frankenfurter, which Michelle was. She was, yeah. So it was a milestone in my career, and I I have always wanted to play that role, and so it was great to have a chance to do it. And I've always wanted uh, you to play that role too. Yeah. Thank you, Angelica. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Jared. Hey, girls, love the podcast. I'm 19 and struggling to figure out what to do with the rest of my life. It's daunting and overwhelming, and I don't know what to do about it. Do you guys have any tips or advice to make this time easier? Also, here's my dick. Enjoy. Well, I know where you can start. Okay. <laughs> until, well, until you know what to do, you could be chat rouletteing, playing croquet with that motherfucker, because shit, that thing is hefty and big and could do some damage. You can make money off that the rest of your life. You are so lucky. I don't, okay, my advice is don't listen to Willem. <laughs> Why? No, I sex mean, work is fine. Yes, no I did sex it when work. I was 16 and 17 and 18 and loved it. Sex work is fine, but keep in mind that like when you're sending, just sex work is great. He's 19, but, so I could talk to him like an adult I, too. But I'm I'm saying that like sending uh, pictures out there or doing uh, videos or online stuff that's that's gonna live out there forever. You're really young, and if you don't know what you want to do with your life, keep your options open. You are very young. You have your whole life ahead of you, or until the world explodes. And so, um, I would say, uh, read up about like meditation that really changed my life. And, um, when you get to a place where you can be really still and like, listen to just like the universe, then that's how you're going to see like where you want to go. So that's my advice to young Jared. But keep emailing those dick pics to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And send us all your hot goss, <laughs> rumors, conjecture, queries, quandaries there as well. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Hot <laughs> You can follow us on IG at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and at racechaserpod. We will be back next week with more piping, steaming, scalding, boiling, hot, hot gas. Gas. Bang. Uh.
Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises, Incorporated Limited. Hot! <laughs>